Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm sorry, I don't believe I've ever met you. <laughs> I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Oh dear, that, that'd be one hell of a way to open a podcast with some severe gaslighting. <laughs> that'll that'll uh, really get people entertained. It, 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 uh, it's tempting, it's tempting. Just because I'm always tempted to go way too far into a bit. Yeah, like the what people may not know about you, Ram, is that if you find a bit, <laughs> if you, I don't do half measures. No, no, like you are all in on that bit. Like, like you know how a lot of people will constantly be like, "Oh, you know, it would be funny. Oh, this thing. Oh, that'd be so crazy." But oh man, uh, and and it just exists as a sort of like funny hypothetical. And then I'm like, "But how do I actually make that happen, though?" <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, for better or very often for worse. Like, you've gotten to yourself in some pretty <laughs> shitty situations because of that. One of But which, also, sometimes, sometimes, it's real funny. It, oh, I mean, good. most of the time, it's really funny. And if it's not really funny at the time, down the line when you're telling the story... <laughs> it'll be a great story in hindsight. People are laughing their asses off. In fact, I think I've had to rescue you from several of these decisions, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, but we're not here to talk about rescuing me. Uh, let's let's talk about what's what's going on. Uh, uh, with with whatever anime we are doing this week. Well, Rem, uh, last week something phenomenal happened. Uh, if you skipped that episode because you know it's sister fucky, and why why wouldn't you? Like, I, that's... yeah, no, it, it's okay if you did. Yeah, uh, you didn't miss much. You just missed Rem having an existential crisis. And don't listen to the Patreon reads. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, you didn't miss much. Uh, but what the one thing you did miss that was of note is that Rem, spot on to the second digit, guessed a mal score correctly. What, what can I say? I I have transcended. I've seen through the Matrix. Uh, through four years of this podcast, I understand the weebs on, on a far deeper level than I would ever want to. And because of that, he had a request. He wanted something that he would enjoy this week. And, and so, and... did ya? <laughs> is that what we're doing? <laughs> Well, Rem, I said uh, last week that it would be up to you. And you simply responded with, yeah, obviously I want to do the good thing. But that's not what I meant. What I okay. meant was, Rem, is I, it's about time. It's been a minute. <laughs> All right. I, All right. It's just, all right. Either you're going to give me a choice or I'm about to, we're going to roll some dice. We're not going to roll dice because that has a possibility of giving you something truly awful. And I'm Thank not going God. to do that to you. Thank God. All I'm right. going to, okay. this is actually going to be, this is going to try to be positive reinforcement prep. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a choice between two shows. <laughs> all right. Uh, one is a brand new show that's airing this season. Okay. Uh, and the other is a show that a lot of people have recommended, have rated highly and think that you will really enjoy. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And and I figured if I gave you a choice between the two, uh, it would be you know the equivalent. Now, how that really turns out in the end, and what your opinions are, those are yours. Okay. To, All right. To so 
it definitely from your descriptions, right? Right. It it leans towards the second one seeming more favorable for me. That that's yes. like the more tantalizing option. But we've been here before. We we've have. been here before where it's like, "Oh, do you do you want uh do you want this thing that oh, look, it it's it it checks a lot of boxes. It looks tantalizing, but then uh it's like, "Ah, get fucked." Uh get boozled. So, is this accurate? Is it a bluff or is it a double bluff? Are you mm. are you trying to make a guess right now, Rem? <laughs> Uh, I, I, I mean, am I allowed more info? I was going to give you more info, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you were just going to go blindly into it and be like, Not ah, I... normally that's all you tell me. Well, Ram, I'm trying to give you some positive reinforcement. I'm not going to tell you everything about it, but I'm going to give you a little bit more to go off of than just, hey, this one's new and this one's old. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it was this one's new and this one's old, and a lot of people think I will like it. Yes. Uh, But I'm going to give I'm going to give you a general... Uh, vibe of the idea behind the show, which okay, should I like, I like getting vibes, which will vastly uh like push your opinion one way or the other. I feel okay. So for the new show, it's one that's just currently airing. Only three episodes are out. Um, but the whole idea is family dynamics, and there is no interfamilial fucking at all. Good to this good, point, like so far, it seems wholesome. And slightly humorous is the idea. All right. Good qualities. Mm-hmm. Though I'm always, there's, there's always an asterisk towards wholesome anime. Yeah. In that sometimes they're just lonely. <laughs> this, I'll also emphasize, not a romance. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, no, it's family dynamics uh, with some wholesomeness and some slight humor uh, around it. Uh, whether or not it's going to be anything amazing, hard to say. But from what I, I've, recently done my massive seasonal binge and of the things i've watched this seems like one of the easier ones to watch without like wanting to tear your hair out or it will actually have some redeeming qualities okay okay and what about the other one the other one is um all about uh second chances Mm. uh generally speaking the whole idea is uh taking a bit of a sci-fi uh exchange and dealing with um uh well uh the past in a uh, di- a slightly different and creative way. All right. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. First one, no fucking clue what's going on there. Okay. First one, I got nothing to do. Second one, I have hypotheses. Okay? Hit me with your hypotheses. I have two main hypotheses, right? Um one of them is when you say the theme is second chances, I'm like, "But well, what if that's not the theme of the show and that's just the theme of me choosing that and it's uh something we've already done." So some sci-fi older sci-fi thing that uh this would be the second time we've done it and if it's second chances then it's probably one i didn't adore the first time that then a lot of people maybe think i'll like more Mm. or they know i'll still hate all right uh then the second one where i'm like all right older sci-fi has been like everyone fucking wants us to watch it uh neon genesis evangelion's another one in that category right um or, or something down that vein. Um, uh, second one still carries more risk with it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's the more interesting choice. Just than, than whatever normal new thing. Like, it's not about what's new and shiny. It's about what's, what's a fascinating choice. I will, also, I will also say that when I, I say old, it's not that old. It came out in 2016. I'm gonna go... I'm going second one. Going the old one. Okay. I'm going with old Yeller. 
Okay, so just to tell you what you're not going to watch, uh, you missed the opportunity to watch a newly airing anime simply titled uh, The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. <laughs> of course. Uh, which it was just a, it's, it's a little slice of life about uh, a Yakuza boss's daughter and his uh, right-hand, like, thug of a man uh, being uh, essentially required to take care of the kid to teach him about boundaries and limits. Didn't we already... Oh, yeah, you're, thi- you're thinking of Hinamatsuri. Yeah, no, like, that's the same kind of vibe. <laughs> but, this is le- but this is not as, like, violently comedy. This one is a bit more soft and, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I, I, oftentimes, I'll have anime described to me, and I'm like, I don't know if I know this or not. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. We, we right, did, uh, Hinamon, you loved Hinamatsuri, because it was very absurdist and funny. Okay. I, I'm, I'm okay with foregoing that. Let's see what uh, is behind door number two, what I'm gonna okay. be walking home with today. So, Remington, it's a show that we have not covered before, unlike your hypotheses. Okay, okay. Uh, it is a show simply titled Re-Life. Okay, I have seen its name in, in uh, like, in my periphery, mm-hmm. in, like, people talking about it and stuff, but yeah. I don't know shit. Yeah, there are, there are quite a few shows that put Re in front of a word and then be like, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this is just the sequel to Re-Zero. Yes. Oh, God. That... Such a confusing timeline. Uh, but uh, Real Life is a story about uh, our main character, um, Arata Kaizak. And he is... He's... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I just looked at his age. That's a little too real. Um, by and large, he is kind of a hopeless loser 27-year-old. Um, man, that's... I didn't know this was a documentary shot. <laughs> I... I... I don't know why it just hit me. I am not far away from turning 27. This is not the best. This is a bit painful. Um, oh, man, that's great. Not great. Uh, but basically, he's, he's not having the best adult life. Uh, hasn't been able to hold down a proper job after he quit the first time because the company wasn't really right for him, so he wanted to try a different one. But because he quit so quickly, uh, no other company has been willing to hire him, essentially. And, okay. Uh, it's kind of throwing him into a bit of a depression and a bit of a, you know, bad time. Uh, and one day, uh, he meets a uh, member of a group that call themselves the Real Life Research Institute and offer him a mysterious okay. pill. He get, he, so, he, so he gets a do-over. It's, it's the same premise for, like, 80% of... The shows that are like do-overs, like ah oh, no, yeah, like Shit's every like something is John Carpenter. Wrong. Wait, no, not John Carpenter. Fuck, no, <laughs> no, wait, yeah, very different, very different. <laughs> uh, oh god, what was what was his name? Cusack. And then the dog no. starts barking, but what's going on? Uh, yeah, no, god, that would be a hell of a twist if this was actually just like a thing remake, uh, just set in like a Japanese high school. Uh, no, uh, and uh, you know, counting his losses, he. Uh, takes the medication and uh, finds that he has reverted essentially back to a tw- uh, 17-year-old. And as part of uh, this uh, research institution's goal, uh, they enroll him back in high school. And he's, he's getting a, essentially a chance to leave his life behind and relive things to try and hopefully get a better second chance at things. And- Does he have knowledge? Like, is he going back with all the knowledge he has now? Uh, yes. Like, all that's happening, Rem, is that his body is physically reverting. Hey. Sean, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I have some very important questions. Yeah, what's up, Rem? So if he 
Does this adult man get in a relationship with a child? Well, Rem, that's not for me to say. At any point in the show, does this 27-year-old man in the body of uh, uh in the body of a child date a child? Well, Rem, uh, <laughs> I feel like we should just jump into it. Uh, okay, alright, okay, here we are, It's compli- It's complicated, Rem, it's complicated. It's not that complicated. It's complicated. Not really. A lot of people say that you, they think you'll like the show a lot, Rem. <laughs> it's highly rated on Mal. I'm trying to give you what you asked for. This is bullshit. Alright, okay, do, do your spiel that you gotta do before we throw ourselves into it and I throw myself into Hellfire. You never know, Rem. Maybe this'll be a surprisingly good show for you. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, cut the bullcrap, give it synopsis, let's move on. We, we, we know I already where gave this you the going. synopsis. Like, we're past that point. Alright, so we're do done. I need to hear anything else? We're done? Alright, let's fucking do it then. Let's just... Let's just go uh, in. Yeah, like, fuck. I gave you the synopsis. Like, <laughs> what more do you need than, hey... I don't know, I felt like... Well, I, you, you gave me the hook. Not, like, where it goes from there, but well, I Well, I mean, see. the catch is, is now that he's young, he has to go to school for just one year. After that, he could, he is gonna be given a, uh, like, jobs and all that kind of jazz. Like, he's essentially been reverted to a senior in high school, and then after that, he's gonna have a successful work environment. Like, that's right, his motivation. I hit all this already, let's do this. Alright, without further ado, let's go watch some re-life. Hey, fellas, don't do that. <laughs> I, I, how do I know? Maybe this is someone who just sounds eerily like Sean. I mean, it's not hard, for instance. Hey, welcome home, Sean Rolls! Welcome to Anime Out of Context! See, it's real easy to, uh, to imitate your voice, Sean. Okay, I'm recording now, so you better be. <laughs> yes, I am as well. Oh god, it gave me- it gave, it gave me the suicide hotline number. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of 2016's Re-Life. And Remington, were the people correct? Were all the people who sent us in recommendations for this anime on the money thinking that, hey, this is a show for Remington? Or were they uh, horribly wrong and you're really uh, trying to denounce your role as voice of the people? <laughs> all right, well, uh, Re-Life, right off the bat, is a good show. Okay. All I right. I don't know if it's a very good show or not. <laughs> well, that's going to need some elaboration. It will. And I'm hoping by, by the end of this episode, I will know the answer to this. Because right now I'm unsure. Okay. Well, this is this is an interesting response, Rem. It's been a while since we've had one of these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's start off talking about... Uh, the show covering these uh, five episodes that we we went through, uh, we we start with uh, meeting our resident neat, uh, Sean uh, Arta. I mean, hey, and... hey, 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 hold, I, yeah, I hold just, the fuck on. I, it forced a habit, you know. No. It just <laughs> it just slipped out. It just Rem. I have three jobs. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> My real person job, my seasonal job, and the podcasting job. I I am not a neat. <laughs> hey, that's what Arta says too. Uh, oh. Arta Arta also has a, a job, uh, but it, it, well, I mean, sort of ish. He had a job, or now pretends to, for the most part, uh, and is doing some interviews ish sometimes, but not really. Uh, He's just vibing. He's just vibing and living that neat lifestyle, right? 
Uh, and he meets with friends pretending that he just got off work. He gets a call from his mom and his mom uh, says that she will not be sending him any more money, which devastates him. And then we meet a friendly stranger named uh, Rio? Ryo? Uh, Rio. Yep. Rio. Uh, so Rio, uh, Rio shows up and is like, hey, I know everything about you. And Arto's like, that's pretty fucking weird. And Rio's like, hey, don't worry about it. Hey, want to get a bunch of money for uh, medical experiments? And Arto's like, what? I mean, yes, but what? And Rio's <laughs> like, yeah, just here, here's a pill. Uh, uh, and the quintessential Ar millennial trouble. <laughs> and Arta is like, okay, I'm going to get really drunk and take this then, I guess. Um... I'm already really drunk, so hopefully it's good with alcohol. Yeah. And Rio's like, ah, why not? Um, so... It wouldn't, Rem, it wouldn't be a medical experiment unless you try all kinds of different <laughs> random variables. Because as we all know, yes. drugs only get better with alcohol. That, that, take mysterious pills with your alcohol, kids. Oh, uh, God. So... <laughs> this is why we have a disclaimer. This is why we have a disclaimer. So Arta wakes up, and he's much, much younger uh, he's, he's younger and he's confused. And then he remembers, oh, Rio said that I would become high school age. Um, which, which uh, you know, still, it's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be some uncomfortable moments. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. One of the biggest flaws of this entire show is, is this entire premise. <laughs> like literally the whole fucking premise, which is wildly unnecessary because here's the thing. We're about to meet a lot of quite interesting characters. A lot of really solid characters that have great social dynamics. You know what we don't need? A grown-ass man becoming his high school self and developing crushes on high school children. That's not what we need here, fellas. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not what the doctor ordered. No. <laughs> the magic pill didn't automatically mean so now. You gotta, you gotta make some interesting choices, my man, uh, and, and deal with the problems. I, I do of appreciate. High at one point, Rio like calls him out. He's like, "Hey, um, it's fine that you're developing romantic feelings, but don't commit any crimes." Uh, <laughs> but also, it's I don't think it's that fine that he's developing romantic feelings. I don't think that's fine. I don't think that's okay. Um, grown ass men should not be crushing on high school girls. Like that's just. I feel pretty confident in that stance, pretty I mean, that's comfortable. A, that's a pretty solid role, I would say. <laughs> yeah, so... Like, as a given. And and if we removed that point from the show, like, if, it, if he were just, like, a transfer student, right? Or if you wanted to be convoluted, right? If you wanted to be convoluted, then just have... Basically fill a Rio role where you're at more of a distance, Right. And you're playing with these variables. I don't know what the justification would be. Maybe you're a fucking time traveler or some shit. I don't give a damn. It really, it didn't need any of this, though. What it should have just been, you can just have a transfer student. Or possibly even remove Arta. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm leaning towards just have him just be a normal-ass transfer student. But removing him wouldn't be the worst thing, either. Uh, he's a fine character. He's not a a complete bland bitch protagonist, but like he's one of the weaker characters. So like, uh, uh, yeah. So and then right you, off the of bat, course you compare him to me off the top. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, hey, I said he wasn't just a bland bitch protagonist, though. He's better than that. Yes, yes, you did. But that's Fo still focus on the good things. Focus on the good yeah, things. Yeah. Okay. Sean. Sure. 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 Uh, sure. So yeah. Long story short, 
One of, if not the primary flaw of re-life is the premise of re-life. Uh, it's, I guess it's to hook you in. I cannot emphasize enough. It is either irrelevant or actively detrimental to the show. So, uh, continuing on, uh, the, the point of re-life is to rehabilitate Neats, and Arta has to go through an entire year of school, uh, and then he'll go back to his normal age, and ideally he'll be uh, a nice, well-developed human at that point. So Rio uh, ends up in the same class as well, and Rio, as we learn, uh, has been in the school for two years so that he could prepare to help out uh, Arta, but also uh, because Arta is not the first to take re-life. He is exactly the second uh, and so the question is, who is the first? And there's, uh, there, there's two other people who immediately I'm like, all right, they are high contenders of being re-life. Um, first, we immediately meet a different transfer student who immediately gets friendly with Arata, um, and hasn't been too relevant thus far. Maybe that's a re-lifer. Or, hell, we're about to meet, uh, Hishiro. Hishiro? Where's the emphasis on that? Uh, Hishiro. Hishiro. All right, we're about to meet Hishiro, and uh, she, I mean, she's socially fucked enough. I could believe that she's a neat sent back in time who uh, desperately needed to learn how to make friends. That makes sense in my head, uh, especially because we, we saw that in the notes, uh, in Rio's notes, right, we will learn that uh, nothing eventful ever happened to, to uh, the first participant. That matches up with who Hishiro is. I'm going to fuck up that name so many times. You can call her Chizuru uh, if you like. Uh, oh, I, nope, can't do that either. Right. Uh, <laughs> Man, you, you are painfully American, Rem. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, but well, let, let, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's introduce uh, everyone to uh, the characters. We have the uh, homeroom teacher. She's uh, a younger woman who also teaches physical education uh close to arta in uh in their desks there's uh oga oga he's flashy he's popular uh he's wicked smart uh and very unathletic and also horribly naive and does not pick up on any signs uh socially uh he's generally charismatic but not at all aware uh then we have why do i feel like you're describing me again uh, both of you to, to think I would describe you as very charismatic, Sean. I know. Uh, I, know. I like I just the have confidence. So much charming. I do. Yeah. I do like the confidence. I'm working I on my. That. I'm working on my like self confidence lately, right? Sure, why not? You can be Oga. You can be Oga. Why not? I don't want to be Oga. Is the thing. That's the what other the thing. fuck? I'm just saying. Oga try... seems. Oh, Sean, I think you should want to be Oga. Okay. <laughs> fair. Feel like well, okay. If it's between Arta and Oga, I'll be Oga. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I'll take uh, another another uh, desk mate is uh, Karyu. Uh, Karyu, uh, she is uh, childhood friends with Oga. She used to be uh, the like top class representative with Oga the year before, uh, and she's a little bitter that she isn't this year. She's trying really hard to be amazing at. Uh, athletics and academics, but unfortunately, she's solid second place on both, uh, mm. and that frustrates the shit out of her. Uh, then we have uh, Anoya. Anoya is uh, the other transfer student. Uh, she's real ditzy and dumb, and we haven't seen much of her. And finally, we have uh, Hishiro. 
Uh, Hishiro, uh, she is very quiet, very antisocial, uh, and very, very smart. Uh, and, and so those are all of the roles. And it's all important. Amazingly, all the characters are relevant. Uh, wow. Except Inoya. Inoya is not relevant yet. Uh, she's there. She will she's, be. Okay, <laughs> I assume she's just around, sort of. Yeah, no, like, uh, I haven't... Yeah, I don't know if you looked at the front cover, but, like, the fr- the three characters on the front cover are are Hishiro, Arata, and Anoya. So, like, they're the f- they're front and center, so there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Because uh, thus far, five episodes in, which this does not seem to be uh, an 80-episode anime. Uh, uh, nope, it's, it's a 13-episode anime with a... Uh, uh, with its final arc being adapted into a four-episode um, <laughs> so uh, thing. So, yeah. almost halfway through, one of the most important characters hasn't done much. They're a solid character. They're enjoyable when they're on the screen, but Inoue just hasn't been relevant to any of the plot. So, uh, as, as we're getting introduced to all these characters, the teacher uh, ends up finding some cigarettes in Arta's backpack because, as an adult, he smoked cigarettes. Uh, she gets very mad at him. He gets detention in the staff room. When he goes to the staff room, we get a glimpse of sort of like a trauma memory going on. We don't know what that's all about yet. Uh, and then uh, Arata walks home with Rio, uh, and and Rio, they have uh, just a chat about re life. Uh, and then we learn about the previous failed sample, uh, whoever was in re life last year. Which my official guess, I think, is going to be. Hishiro, if it's anybody we know, uh, Anoya seems like an obvious choice, mm-hmm. but I, because like also a transfer, but well, then maybe she'd be more experienced if she did it last year, but also it wouldn't, it would make less sense for it to be completely not notable last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus, once again, I just haven't seen enough of Anoya. Uh, it could also be someone we just haven't seen yet, but that would be lame. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they're building up to, like, to it, for, to be a twist, to be like, oh, shit, one of these other kids also isn't a kid, right? Um, And I guess it could be uh, Anoya, and then they can set up a romance there. It could also be Hishiro, and that could be the way they justify the romance, but it's still not great, because, like, look, even if they end up not being a kid, if you thought they were a kid when you start developing feelings for them, that's still problematic. There's a lot of weird layers to this. Yeah, yeah. The best thing you can do, Rem, is not think about it too much. Otherwise, you'll send yourself into a dark spiral. <laughs> oh, man, for a moment, my first prediction was that the entire school, it was just a school of real-life subjects. That was my <laughs> first intuition. I was just waiting. And all of them are just pretending to be fucking high schoolers. <laughs> um, I, I will say, first episode was the weakest episode. Uh, it was tonally inconsistent and just had a lot of weird moments. Uh, it didn't feel as cohesive as it will feel later on. It takes a few episodes to figure out what it is. Uh, episode two, uh, we see uh, class reps are Oga and Hishiro, uh, which makes Karyu very angry. She's very frustrated about it. Uh, Oga being completely oblivious to the fact that Karyu is hardcore crushing on him and jealous of Hishiro, uh, uh, taunts Karyu uh, in, in a friendly way, but not... A way that lacks all awareness. Mm. Uh, we learned that Arata has to make up tests because he had he failed all of them. Uh, Oga offers to tutor them. And we learned that Anoya also failed all of them. Uh, and, and this is why it's like, Anoya, she's a transfer student, also failing all the tests. It's like all the signs are there for her to be the other real life. 
if I saw more of her, I would be more suspicious. Mm. <laughs> but I just didn't see enough. Uh, anyway, uh, Anoya, Arta, and Oga all have lunch together where uh, they ask Oga if him and Karyu are like dating or stuff. We uh, learn a story about that why they have matching earrings and stuff. It's pretty charming, pretty cute. But Oga is like, oh, no, of course not. That'd be ridiculous. Uh, she she would get mad if you even mentioned that, uh, where, like, she's obviously head over heels for him. Uh, then Arta sees Hishiro uh, over at the lunch line having some problems. He goes and investigates, and it turns out she brought no money. So he gives her uh, some money, and he immediately develops a crush on her. He uh, He holds her hand to give her the money, and he's in love with a high schooler. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's going wrong quite quickly. This kind of shit we could have done without. Uh, so we learn about the perks of having the silver pin and being the head of the class. Uh, then Arta goes to deliver his apology letter. In which case, he sees uh Hishiro. They they chat. Hishiro feels like she's very unapproachable. Uh, and like it's very hard for her to make friends. As they're talking, eventually Hishiro asks for his phone and his phone number, and he gives it, uh, and, and they, they start a nice little friendship. Uh, that that being said, part of that interaction where it's like, she's like, I feel unapproachable, and he's like, hey, why don't you smile more? Um, and, hey, fellas, don't do that. Don't. Yep. <laughs> that's a big no-no. <laughs> I don't care how old you are. Like, that's a big yikes on tracks. You do not say that to somebody. Uh, grown men especially should not tell high school girls Hey, you'd be more likable if you smiled more. Like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, so... <laughs> See, the show, like, it does characters quite well. And I love the social dynamics between the characters. But, you know, every episode, there's a few moments where I'm like, oh, God, this is a grown-ass man. And I just feel like it'd be better if I didn't have those moments. Yeah, no, I find that if you try your best not to think about that aspect, you'll do great. Yeah, you gotta you gotta put up like a just a mental wall around that little tidbit that little tidbit of information and you'll have a much better time <laughs> let me let me put it this way this show it, the vast majority of it is slice of life high school drama and all of that is very good but then like 10 percent of it is a harem anime starring a grown-ass man that is all bad <laughs> that, all of that is Bad and unnecessary, and I don't like it nor feel comfortable. Uh, on the bright on... side, on the bright side, he doesn't act much like a grown ass man, so it's very, like it. It's easy to put up that wall for yeah. the most part. Like he acts like a fairly decent character for a high schooler. Yes, uh, which might say more about the neat lifestyle than anything, really. <laughs> very true. So, uh, then Hishiro and Arta they text each other, right? Um, and she sends him a sticker, and uh, he's like, "You look like that cat." sticker uh and then she just sends him meow and it's like wow look she 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 does have a, a cute little awkward personality like she is very very charming in all of her awkwardness um i i would like to see more like what i would label as true awkwardness mm -hmm. from her because like they're like oh we have misunderstandings and she smiles weird and she struggles to pick up on social cues but there's nothing you can't only have the likable awkward traits all right like, they've done really good to harness the awkward into a very charming way, but I think they still could have captured that and also had her have some, like, properly unlikable moments. So, like, a proper Watamode moment. 
Yeah, because it's like, look, we like to pretend that being awkward is just like, oh, haha, look how how silly and klutzy I am and shit like that. But like, we've all interacted with like properly awkward people, which like by definition, the tr like true awkwardness creates discomfort. Yeah, and sometimes you listen to podcasts where the, one of the hosts is incredibly awkward. You know, it's just it's just the way these things go. Sometimes, you is know, this you or me? Are you no. insulting me, or is it a self-deprecating joke? I honestly cannot tell. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, Ram, we're both awkward people a lot of the time, and people it's true. It's people true. say we're we're cool and charming, like in a lot of our emails, but... Okay, do people say we're cool? No, okay, let what me reiterate. People... <laughs> people say we're clever and charming from time okay, to time, I, I, and we I have some good insights. Ah, uh, but man, oh man, oh man, do are we... Are Thank we God we have an editor. Yeah, we have a great editor. We love Dylan. Love. Oh, but <laughs> continuing on. But yeah, so I think it would have been a little bit better to make it so because I think you could still have a very sympathetic, charming character with which Hishiro totally is. She's wildly sympathetic, wildly charming. You could still maintain that while also giving it some proper flaws. Because uh, right now she's almost entirely just cute awkward without any other kind of awkward. And it's like the closest she comes is that when interacting with Arta. She's like, oh, you're really stupid. Um, but it's not like Arta's like, hey, that's like sort of fucked up. Arta's just like, ha ha ha, oh man. It's like teasing more than anything. Like he takes it as teasing even though it's not. And so that's how it comes across in the show. No, you need to let her be a dick and for it to come across as her being a dick sometimes. And then you can, it would be very like sympathetic for her to realize that, right? You could have a scene where she's like, oh, that's not at all what... I meant to do shit, right? And that would be sympathetic and charming. Uh, point point is, don't glamorize awkward into this weird this weird pedestal you place it upon. It it no, I, I don't I don't love that. But she is a charming character, so it's solid. It really does fuck with us actually awkward people, like in the long run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, episode three. Uh, so episode three. Uh, Oga has been trying to get people to call him Kazu. Uh, he's like, yeah, no, you can just call me Kazu. Um, and everyone's like, no, I'm going to stick with Oga because it's like, it's shorter. Um, but then uh, Hishiro, uh, she's like, hey, uh, Oga, we got to go do student council stuff or whatever, student rep stuff. And he's like, oh, you can just, you can just call me uh, Kazu. And she's like, all right, uh, Kazu, sure. And he's like, oh my God, you're the first one to actually call me Kazu. And she's like, okay. But Karyu, who had just like called him Oga, because like, of course, that's what's going on. Uh, Karyu sees that and she's like, what the fuck? And then as they're leaving, uh, Hishiro, she, she meets eyes with Karyu and Hishiro wants to make friends. So she tries to smile. But as has already been established in uh, the show, her smile does not look like a friendly, happy smile. Her smile looks openly malicious. And smug, <laughs> uh, which is great. They genuinely they get a lot of mileage out of it, and it almost never feels like forced. It feels like okay, these are two ingredients that work really well here. Uh, because then she gives this, she tries to be friendly to Karyu, but Karyu just sees Hishiro be like, "Oh yes, of course, Kazu," and then that malicious smile that indicates I'm stealing your man. Fuck you. Which is not at all the message Hishiro meant to send, but it's definitely the message Karyu is receiving. Uh, then uh, after that, we get to uh, fitness tests. Uh, we see that Oga is terrible at sports. 
Arta is like, oh, come on, you're you're so shitty. And then Arta, because he has a body of a really shitty, neat 27-year-old, uh, he hurts his shoulder, gets even worse than Oga. Uh, we see Karyu is very athletic, but unfortunately, Karyu's uh, close friend is even more athletic, so Karyu is stuck to be second best at everything. Um, one small detail that I, I really enjoy is when they do the running, because, like, they, they do some running uh, bits, right? And in any other anime, these would be, like, they'd make it a little bit intense, even though it's just high schoolers doing a quick run, right? Uh, this one, it's it does not. Like, it has multiple moments where there's just, like, no music. There's just, like, three seconds of them running. And then it's like, all right, these are your scores. And I just love how non-dramatic that is. <laughs> it's yeah, just how casual. I appreciate it. Uh, so we meet a little bit more of Karyu's close friend who's really good at athletics. Don't know her name. She's not super relevant right now. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. uh, then Hishiru, uh, Hishiro, uh, she talks with Karyu, right? Uh, they have an awkward interaction uh, where neither can get a great read on the other. Uh, but there's a, an, there's a weird moment where Karyu realizes she was mistaken about Hishiro, right? But then also... This is the main plot line of the next two episodes as well. Like, Karyu has a come-to-Jesus moment where she's like, oh, Hishiro doesn't even, like, think of me as, like, a rival or anything. There's This isn't, like, a malicious thing. I'm, I've created it in my head. And then the next two episodes are all about Karyu being like, Hishiro's a malicious bitch. And it's like, what? It's it's a weird. It's weird. Um, I, I think there could be some fix there. It's just a bit of an awkward thing that they've done there mm -hmm. uh continuing on uh, uh arta he tries to run and he fucks it up scrapes his knee in which case a jock cradles him carries him to the nurse's office and uh arta sort of develops a crush on him straight up uh which, <laughs> which was uh uh humorous that he just develops a sort of crush on this random ass dude just because he's getting carried uh it isn't relevant it was mildly funny but also still don't crush on children. Yeah. But hey, man, like, if you suddenly got carried on a Princess Carrie, I feel like it's hard not to have, like, a pang of emotion for the, the handsome person carrying I mean, that, that that is how we met, Sean. It is. Uh, it is. It, you, you, you tripped and fell, and then I carried you, and you've had a crush on me ever since. Mm -hmm. That's why we do a podcast together. <laughs> there's so much raw sexual tension. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, continuing on with, with the show, uh, Kyrie is... is super paranoid and she gets more paranoid because the next day uh Hishiro and Arta they're walking to school together and Karui sees Hishiro smiling like a normal human being and is like what the fuck what the so it was malicious maybe um uh, and that that's basically the end of episode three uh episode four it's the Karui episode uh, it's all about Kar and her struggles and how she's really crushing on Oga, really struggling with her self-image and wanting to be the best, right? Uh, meanwhile, uh, Hishiro thinks that things are going great. Hishiro is like, I'm making friends. Me and Karui are tight as hell. Um, and Arta's like, oh no, that's not, that is not the case between you guys. <laughs> um, and I do enjoy this little misunderstanding. Uh, let's see. Oga gives Arta a worksheet to study, so he, Arta stays after school and uh, and works on it. Um, Hishiro uh, tries to smile at Karui at one point, but this time Karui just gets up and, and like, ignores her. Uh, and then uh, Karui, she's like, 
a- after school, she's helping to clean up everything uh, for, for the volleyball club. The jocks and her close friend, they help a little bit, but then they leave. So it's just Karwi alone. Uh, and she, she like, drops the ball and it falls away from her. And, like, in that act, she breaks the fuck down. Uh, which, I feel that. We have all had those moments where we are, like, teetering on oblivion. And then the stupidest thing will happen. And we're broken. We're just, we just lose it. Uh, and if you haven't had a mo- moment like that, you're lying. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, It's just too human. Oh, where, yeah. it's, where it's like you're on the precipice, then you, you like, you, you make a peanut butter jelly sandwich or some shit, and then you drop it, and you're like, uh, uh, that's it. That was the last thing. Yep, and it, uh, the son of a bitch always lands butter side down. There's yeah, no and, exceptions. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it's not about the sandwich, but the sandwich did cause you to break out into tears, right? And it's just, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. So Karwi has a complete breakdown, uh, and so... She goes, she sees that Hishiro, uh, for some reason, is also staying late. And she sees Hishiro uh, left her bag outside of the classroom. And thoughts are running through her head. She's like, the silver pin is in there. The silver pin I fucking deserve. And if I took it, she she deserves to be fucked up a little bit. She's had it too easy. Uh, and so she decides, I'm going I'm to steal her bag and hide it uh, and inconvenience her. Right? And it's going to be fine. I'm not going to get caught. She grabs it. She walks, and then at the stairs, Arata's there. He's returning the keys to the classroom he was studying in, and Arata's like, "Oh, hey, Kari, um, what, what, what's, what's going on? Why, why, why do you got two bags? Why is one of those bags, uh, why, why, why is one of those bags definitely not yours? Uh, and oh, you know what? I actually think I know whose bag that is. And Kari's like, uh, panic. She tries to run, uh, down the stairs. She trips and falls. She gets caught by." Arta, but then Arta trips and falls, and they thud all the way down the stairs. Uh, and it's like, oh, okay, what's uh, what, what's going on? Hishiro is leaving the classroom at that moment. Here's a big thud, notices her bag is gone, uh, and, and goes, looks over, and she sees them collapse at the bottom of the stairs together. Uh, she gets the nurses, and now we enter into episode five. She gets the nurses. Uh, they end up in the nurse's office. Arta wakes up there. Um, it's unclear. Apparently, it's still just like that same night. Apparently, it like it felt like a long time lapse maybe because it's a different episode mm-hmm. but it it was they they were knocked out but only for like 30 minutes to an hour i suppose mm-hmm. um it's a little bit weird on the timing here but arto wakes up and uh he he gets a memory uh his traumatic traumatic memory that was implied earlier right we get more info onto that and it's when he was working a shitty corporate job right some shitty corporate job as an underling uh, he was he was a new hire and he was being trained by this woman. Um, and this woman, uh, she was being taken advantage of by uh, the other guys who were working there. The other guys who were working here were were planning to fuck with her and uh, and get her fired and stuff, right? And so uh, he Arta tells her about that because uh, he he's like, this is bullshit. What the fuck? Uh, and she sort of, like, resigned herself to the situation. She talks about how, at some point, rivals became enemies. Uh, and the reason why that's relevant is, of course, because that's exactly what's happening with Karui. Uh, because, hey, for, there's nothing wrong with some friendly rivalries. Those are some of the best dynamics. That With a friendly rivalry, you can both grow and push each other uh, to become better. But if rivalry becomes uh, enemy, then you have problems. Mm, isn't that right, buddy? <laughs> oh, Sean, I think we both know we're far past the rivalry. 
<laughs> We're at the awkward romance stage. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. You, as rivals, you either become romantic lovers or enemies. Those, that's the bifurcation. It's very much a Phoenix Wright, uh, Miles Edgeworth thing right now, I suppose. That makes sense. I, sure. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, all right. Go, uh, continue, continue. People you... who know who will know. <laughs> Which one am I? Oh, God. Rem, you're too composed. I think you're more of an Edgeworth. All right, all right, good to know. Like, uh, yeah, and plus I'll you're give quite you the prosecutor. A, I'll, gi- I'll give you a worthy edge. All right. <laughs> hey, ooh. <laughs> hey, buddy. Ooh. I oh, wait, no, that drink. was last week's episode. That was last week's yeah, episode. Yeah, no, that's uh, why I need a drink. Uh, so, uh, Karwi wakes up, and Arta's like, hey, so what was the deal with the bag, though? Like, seriously. And Karwi breaks the fuck down, explains her jealousy. She feels like she can't win at anything. Uh, and Arto gives, like, some genuinely great life advice that's uh, essentially, like, hey, focus on the hard work you're putting in instead of comparing yourself to others all of the damn time, which is great advice. Uh, and it's a principle that, like, I try to live my life on. Like, I remember uh, when I was in high school, right, and I, I did speech and debate, right, Sean? And uh, yeah. I, I, was, I was pretty decent at it. I mean, and... you ended up teaching that class after you graduated, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say you were a little more than decent, but <laughs> yeah, Okay, so I'm, I was quite good. And when we would go to tournaments, everybody on my team would take it as a gift. They'd be like, well, obviously, you're going to take first place. Like, no, duh. And I would always correct them. And I wasn't being, like, falsely humble or anything. I sincerely meant this sentiment. I was like, I know that I'm going to do well. I cannot say that I will do better than everybody else. That's not a claim I can make. There's too many variables. There's lots of very talented people. Um, and that's not my priority. I, I know that I will do well. And because of that, I will feel good about my performance, regardless of my exact placing. Obviously, it'd be cool if I end up with first, but it's okay as long as I feel good about my overall performance. Right. And I think that's just a lot healthier of a mentality in basically whatever you're pursuing. Now, it, it's not always easy to have... Uh, and easy to do that because we, as humans, we're fallible creatures. We want to compare ourselves to others because, sure, we might be good, but does being good make us special? I don't know, but being number one, that makes us special, right? Uh, and, and while those are flawed criteria, they're very natural criteria to fall into, mentally speaking. I mean, uh, hey, guess who has a major inferiority complex? What a <laughs> Hey, how's it oh, going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> like, that, by trying to shift that inherent paradigm into achieving excellence rather than achieving superiority that is so much healthier and almost always will have better long-term consequences now there are still times to have uh like let's talk about the friendly rivalry thing right in that aren't you trying to be fundamentally better than someone comparing yourself to someone and it's like yes and no i think like the the thing that makes it a friendly rivalry is that while, like, the quote-unquote goal is to be better than the other person, that's ultimately not the thing that really matters. You know what I mean? Like, What matters is the actual having, uh, competing and your relationship yeah, with the person. Yeah, like, sort of the, trying to be better than the other person is, it's just the premise. That's just the foundations. That, that's just like, oh, okay, this is the justification. Uh, but it's not actually why it's happening. Because if the true primary goal, right, above becoming excellent, uh, and above doing well, and above enjoying yourself with your friend, above all of those things, if the primary goal was just to be better than this other person, that wouldn't be a friendly rivalry. Uh, basically, 
you can pretend that superiority is the goal, but he shouldn't ever actually be the goal. Yeah. It's basically, it's like playing fucking board games, dude. Like, everyone should be trying to win. But also, it doesn't really matter who wins. Uh, at <laughs> Although, least until Sean wins, and then I'm gonna kick his fucking ass, that son of a bitch. Hey, hold on, hold on. Whoop him! There's a universal rule at board game nights uh, in our household. It's always fuck Rem over. <laughs> that's <true>. the plan. <laughs> that, that, because... that is, that's an unironic rule of the many game nights we have. Primarily because Rem has an insane amount of luck. <laughs> I, I, I've been blessed by the gods. That's how it works. Uh, but anyway, so that, that was my little soapbox on uh, on pursuing excellence and not getting caught up in the bullshit that that often entails. Uh, so continuing on. Uh, Arta goes to leave, right? And uh, Hishiro is waiting for him. And she's like, hey, I've been racking my head to figure out, like, what the deal is. I don't know why she had my bag. And I'm worried that it's because she, like, the only thing I can think of is she stole it, but I don't know why she would. And at first, Arta, he lies on Karui's behalf, right? He's he's like, oh, yeah, he she just thought it wouldn't be safe out in the open like that. And... Here, Hishiro is like, oh, okay, yeah, that I guess that makes sense. And then Arta's like, no, I'm that was bullshit. I'm sorry. Um, she stole it. She did steal it. She was gonna hide it. And Hishiro's like, oh, why? That seems really mean. And it's like, yeah, she's really jealous of you. And it's about the silver pin. And Hishiro's like, oh, if I gave her the silver pen, would the silver pin would we be like friends? And Arta's like, no, no. <laughs> It's not that simple. And Hishiro's like, I don't understand. And Arta's like, yeah, I don't think... I think this is of sufficient social complexity. I don't think you would be able to understand with a brief explanation. Uh, and Hishiro's like, well, I guess I'll wait and talk with her then. And Arta's like, that's a decent idea. And then Arta decides he's going to snoop. So he waits and he snoops. And Ryo is also there snooping because that's also what he does. Mm -hmm. uh, and Kari shows up, right? And Hishiro, and I, I love this quality because I... I Unironically, this isn't being awkward. This is what you should do in this situation. Uh, Hishiro is super straight up and is like, hey, uh, hey, Karui, do you want, like, my pin or something? Because uh, Arta told me that you wanted it and that you might be, like, jealous or something. Um, I, and I, I don't, like, fully understand what's going on. Do you hate me? And... Karui, after a moment, Karui decides to be honest and is like, yeah, you know what? I, I do, I do hate you, actually. <laughs> um, and she's like, you have everything I want and then you mock me for it. And he shows like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? And Karui's like, don't you fucking pretend. And he shows like, what? And Karui's like, hey, wait a fucking moment. Show me. All right. Smile for me. And he shows like, What? Karui's like, smile for me. So he sort of smiles for her. And it's a creepy, malicious fucking smile. And Karui's like, what the fuck kind of smile is this? Uh, <laughs> and he throws like, I don't know. Want to be friends? And Karui's like, uh, maybe. I I want... Uh, so he sure wants friendship. Karui just wants a rival. Uh, Arta, meanwhile, he's unsure about the ultimate choices that he's decided to make. Uh, but it seems like things are better between Hishiro and Karui for the moment. Uh, so that's, like, basically the main story in these first five episodes. Um, I will say, I feel like it could have got, it could have used an extra episode. Because I don't think we saw enough stable Karui, right? Because mm -hmm. we when we saw her, it was already rough for her. 
And we got like one glimpse of stable, happy Karui, but not enough. So I, mm-hmm. I think we should have seen a little bit more of that to understand the change, right? Um, right, but, you know, bullshit rules are a thing. And I think the resolution should have also lasted, it should have taken a little bit longer. There should have been a little bit more conflict going on. Uh, so you're saying overall the pacing needs just a little tweaking just a little, in this show. I, I think this arc, it could have used exactly, like, one more episode focused primarily on this arc. Um, not even just, like, one episode to fit everything I said in it, just, like, stretch out everything you have over one more episode just to give it a little bit more space to breathe. Would you like uh, me to give you a, a half-decent explanation as to the, uh, the reasoning behind some of the pacing? Uh, sure. Uh, so, of course, it was only slated for 13 episodes originally, so they had a lot to cram in. Yep. Uh, and also, the source of this is actually a web manga. Oh, interesting. See, I, mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, I started to think that it came from a like novel? a choose your own adventure graphic novel. Oh, so like a visual novel then. Yeah, visual novel. There we go. Yeah, no, no, it is a uh, web manga is the source for this. So Okay, interesting. Because it which... very much feels like a visual novel. Like a good visual mm-hmm. novel, but very visual novel. Oh yeah, 1000%. But yeah, overall, I, I think uh, I think a lot of the characters are really interesting and they feel really human. They don't feel one dimensional for the most part. Uh, they all have different motivations, and it's fun to watch some of those motivations conflict. Like, there's a nice scene where Arta, Oga, and uh, Anoya, they're all eating lunch together, right? And they see that Hishiro is eating lunch all alone. And so they're like, oh, we should invite her. But then Arta's like, oh, wait, no, we can't have Oga go invite her, because then Karui will see Oga inviting Hishiro, and she'll get wildly self-conscious and feel terrible. But then if we don't ask her... To join us, then Hishiro is just all sad and alone. Uh, and, and it's nice that, like, you have these differing motivations that make sense. As well as just the interactions between all the characters. It's not a case where Arta is the only one with any relationships with anybody. Like, seeing the other ensemble characters interact is enjoyable and worthwhile, and I appreciate it. Uh, it it's a solid show. I don't think it needs its premise, and I think that... The first two episodes, I don't think... There's just something about, like, the tone and maybe the script of the first two episodes that seems off compared to the others. Uh, And maybe it is just because it's, like, finding your footing, right? It's the early Mm -hmm. uh, chapters of anything. Uh, But overall, I think that I quite like this show. I think it's a very solid show. I really appreciate the humanity of it and the, the depth in a lot of its themes and ideas. Uh, the premise could very strongly do without, but fortunately, it feels like most of the time, the show could do without it. Um, it's <laughs> like if Rio and the whole real-life concept could easily disappear and it would basically be the same show. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think that about summarizes everything. So now that you've gone through it all, where do you think you stand on it? Do you think this is a show worth watching overall, even despite its flaws, or do you think it's... Uh... You know, it's a case-by-case basis for a lot of people. I think this show is a very confident thumbs up. And I would say that if you're into some, like, slice-of-life young adult drama, right, that this is a solid show. Uh, because you, oddly, you there's not a lot of anime that fit this genre. Uh, because the closest you have is, like, just harem anime and bullshit like that, uh, usually. And that's unfortunate. Uh, like... Young adult drama that then focuses on 
the ensemble cast like this show often does. Yes, please. I I mm. always enjoy when a show has a strong ensemble and then actually like takes the ensemble's perspective a lot of the time. Uh, mm. If anything, I think this show would have been even better if it didn't have a main character, right? If Arta, like, all right, remove the main premise of the real life nonsense, scrap that completely. Um, you can have Arta be a transfer. That's fine. But don't make Arta the main character past like the first episode. First episode, you, he can be the main character because like transfer, you got, that's a way, an easy trope to meet all the new characters and have everything explained to you. But only for the first character. Then every other episode, probably focus on just like jump back and forth to different characters. Uh, sort of like they did with Karui, but just even more. Because uh, it's like they, they did that a bit and I loved it. I want more of it. I also love how every time you say uh, Karu's name, you say it a little bit different every time. Yeah, yeah. Karu, 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 Karu. The car is, I'm confident in the car. <laughs> You're confident in Disney Pixar's cars. Of course you are. Why wouldn't you be? Uh, my goodness. Uh, but, you know, honestly, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. So, so you think that... Uh, all of our recommendations for the show were right, but not as 100% right as they could have been. Yes, this is a solid show, and it does a lot of things better than, like, the vast majority of shows we've covered in this genre. Uh, but it's far from perfect. Uh, still very worthwhile, but <laughs> that would be the review. You gotta, you gotta work on putting up uh, your... Uh bad aspect wall up when you're watching a show you know that that it's the wall that people put up when they're watching a show that they know like in the back of their mind there's a problem or maybe the show overall is bad but they're able to ignore it uh you and i usually can't do that rem yeah uh but this is one of those shows where it it's it is very important you do if you're of our age yeah <laughs> Uh, so Rem, if you had to guess, what do you think this is, uh, the mal score is for this show? All right. Okay. So I'm, I'm riding the high of getting a perfect score last time. Oh, mm -hmm. um, and this, this show has been out for, uh, considerably longer. It's been out for six years at this point. Okay. So, so it's normalized. I think people really love this show, but I also don't think that it's like quite iconic. I think this show, it's the, the range I'm, I'm leaning towards is either very high sevens or low eights. Somewhere between like 7.8 to 8.2, around there, right? That That's the confident mm -hmm. range mm -hmm. I'm feeling. Because um, I think that a lot of people will like this show. I don't think people will have as many problems with the premise as I do, even though they should. Um, but I, I think there will at least be some who are like, yeah, that's a little weird. I think this show is 8.02. Ooh. Just like just an inch above eight, just the tiniest fraction above eight is what I think this this the show is. The sheer confidence you have going into this one, Rem. <laughs> if, if I'll be honest, if you tell me it's eight point zero two, I am gonna lose my fuck. If it's eight point zero two, <laughs> I I I gotta tell you what you're showing me next week. It won't be an April Fool's episode or anything, but I I will just you, you get to make a decision. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, Rem, uh, this show has uh, 521,000 ratings, yep. and it is sitting nice and pretty at 7.99. Ah! <laughs> off! Yup, you were scarily close, my guy. You were scarily close. 
You hit the <laughs> nail on the fucking head, though, bud. Because oh, when oh, I uh, was sifting through a bunch of reviews for this, a lot of people highly rate the show. You're right. And then there's a couple of shows that uh, reviews that are like, hey, yo, uh, that's still a man, though. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. then a couple uh, negative reviews that don't make any sense. Like, for example, there's one negative review that just says that these are some of the most shallow characters they've ever seen. I, Which see, I feel like I strongly disagree with that. Yeah, exactly. Like I, <laughs> you can say I can, a lot of things. I about can under, the show, Yeah, but. I can understand even critiques about the characters. Like I made critiques about Hishiro, who's might be the best character. Like it's her or is. Oga. Um, and I, I made some like very serious critiques about her, but neither were that she's shallow. Just that I, I think she, it's too favorable. There's some solid depth on her end. Uh, I just want to see more flaws. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, the exact wording was, uh, real life is escapism as it's at its most shallow. Tough. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. This person yeah. must be new to anime, because let me <laughs> tell you. Well, considering that their profile uh, picture appears to escapism be... Escapism at Nar- its most shallow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you heard of My Dress of Darling? <laughs> <laughs> You really want to crack open that can of worms again, Rem? We we just stopped getting emails. About I can that. feel. I can. I can hear Jordan in the distance. Yeah, Jordan is <laughs> screaming. He's at us. screaming, and he doesn't know why. I I, I can hear him tidy, typing up a Discord call to us right now. Just be like, "Oh man, I'm pissed. What did Rem do this time?" Shout out to Shonen Flop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, just so you have an idea of the character of the person, this is uh, their. This is, this is their profile picture. So really, I don't think we can take anything they say seriously. Oh, no! Naruto Brazzers! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no. Uh, so Reviewing ain't for everybody, y'all. Let, let's just put it to you that way. Uh, <laughs> presentation is very important when you're writing reviews. Uh, but with that in mind, Rem, I suppose the final question I have to ask you, is there any chance you'd like to watch more Relife with me? Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see where the story goes, to see uh, what happens next. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely uh, interested. And I, I, I will say, while I'm interested to see how it goes, this show isn't in the category where I'm, like, 100% confident that it will nail the landing. Like, mm-hmm. it's done really solid so far, but it, I could definitely see it really fucking itself up in, like, the final act. Well, uh, like I said, it is 13 episodes plus a four-episode uh, special. That's how I'd describe it. It's not quite an OVA, and it's not quite an ONA. It, 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 it's wishy-washy. Doesn't matter. So, like, it's a total of 15 episodes of an anime. So, really, it, it it's tricky. But, yeah. Either way... I think that'll do it. So thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed Rem really dissecting every nitty gritty detail as to the problems of a single story and its overall premise and why it shouldn't exist, then you should head on over to wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. And uh, we do read every single one. And we do enjoy every single one, even some of the ones that are nasty to us. Because, quite frankly... We may have self-confidence issues, but every time we see a review that's like, hey, these guys' opinions suck five stars, it makes us laugh. Uh, but if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash context, where myself and Remington and Dylan, our lovely editor, do occasionally play video games exceedingly poorly. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash context, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, 
including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? I, I want a brief note. Patreon has, like, changed its formatting. It's all fucked. Um, I think I figured it out, but it's... I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> now, just are you case. just saying that, or has it actually gotten a bit fucked? It's sort of... It's a bit fucked, but I think Oh, I'm, it is a bit fucked. Yeah. I, I just pulled it. It is a little bit fucked. Like, I think I've made it work. So, hopefully, okay. everybody is listed and in their proper tier... Um, I love you all. Uh, <laughs> all right, we have Alex, Zombie Stomp 91, Soul Leader is Life. What a fucking name. Uh, Xanax, Yulkim, 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 Okay. Are you sure you got them all, or did you, like, is that the exact number, or are you uncertain? I might have missed two of them. Okay, fair enough. Uh... Yandere Neko, you hear? Why Shon, why Sean? Humstava. <laughs> Walk me home gently. Way to shell. Tyler Worley. Turtly enough for the Turtle Club. Trenton Farrell. Travis J. Humphrey. Totally God. Tim Westy. The Susanator. The Big Bean. That one anime dude who's also a duck. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my favorite anime. Take my cheeks. Spicitus, that fellow who shall reign supreme after rewriting the phonetic system. Uh, Silent Secondary. Shoujo Addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean's hot, throbbing gumdrop buttons. Uh, Sean, uh, punish and make him watch Excel World. School Days in Clanded for the Feels, Salty Pretzel. Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams, Remington Merrill, Remington Chase, Voice of the People, President of the Turtle Club, Chair of the Rooster Committee, and Daddy of Craws. Uh, Rem gave me depression. Please give me a cool and interesting anime-related, uh, pun name. Uh, Sean, go. Sorry, what? <laughs> a anime pun, go. A anime, just an anime pun out of nowhere? Uh... You can't just you go. can't just make pun. Uh, go go at uh, uh, I I don't we oh my god I have never choked on a pun so hard. Um, have fun with that soundbite, Dylan. Uh, what a koi fish. There you go. What a koi fish. <laughs> yeah, that that's that, if, that's if it. the pun man won't give you something, then I will. Uh, then we I was just gonna go with anime. You know? Oh my god. Because, uh, like, that's that. that you, you can't just ask for puns like that. Well, they did. Uh, then we have Pern the Merson fan. Uh, you know, uh, uh, und underrated uh, variations on a theme here. Uh, oh boy, an ounce of serotonin. Don't mind if I do. No waifu, no waifu. Nick Harvey. Misuka is cosplays, cosplaying as Misuka, explains Misuka casually as she shows up at the costume party. Uh, Mikeka Seven Hirto, Mexican Gone Freaks, Maya Sizitsi, Matthew Drum says Dylan's an Angel, Matt 2 Max, Lizzie Anthea, King Rich Rock, Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Just a Traveler, Jax, Jam Hands, I Remington, and a, I Remington am a Kappa and love to steal everyone's butt balls. I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I Remington Chase think we should review more Attack on Titan to understand the final season White Swords cards. I Remington am a proud member of the SOS Brigade and Simp for Haruhi. No idea what the fuck that means. Uh, Hunter Davies, Glenn Michael uh, Dolan. is the name, Haruhi. Oh, okay. Uh, Fuck of Love Fox and Boy, Farmer Weeb's Backpack of Blind of the Week. Hi, Alex Jones Lawyer. <laughs> uh, Fantide, Extreme Cobra. Epic Amy, Elite Knight, Drink Milk to Prevent Wobbly Bones, Not a Conspiracy. Dickite, Mimicin, Picaturin, Tris, Pentafluoroethyl, Trifluorophosphate, also known as FAP. And finally, Trans 14 Base 4 Pridal F. Uh, Crumb Sluts Bakery, now with Stepmommy Come. Oh, Jesus oh, fucking God. Christ. I don't... Holy I don't shit. Man. Uh, oh. Cree 13, 
Cotton candy out of context, uh, but not the pizza flavor. Uh, Shine 900, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Brock Hard for Geodudes, Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne, Big Blue Bear Boy, as your best friend, I know what your one docky is, and it is Rachnera Arachnera. Uh, how, how do you feel about Rachnera Arachnera, whoever the fuck that is, Sean? Uh, Big Spider Lady from Monster Musume. No, thank you. I mean, <laughs> like... I as long as you don't look at the spider part, it's fine. But that's the thing, is that she's mostly spider part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Animatic Context Gone Wild. XXX18 Plus. Only listen if alone to leave your history. Uh, that, that's fair after uh, after what we went through. Uh, am I penguiny enough for Club Penguin? Still feel spoken to the L to a P to the P. L to the a T to the P. Hey, Yooks, it's Yumfest, BB, Master Weeby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, real solid name, had a stroke. Elise Howard, AJ Tunnels, AJ Honey. And now we go to the Boy Wizard T where you get the task you avoided by writing a Patreon name. Chris, you get planning your fiance's B-Day. Uh, and then uh, one last one. We have uh, Sean read this. Oh, okay, I will. Oh, that sweet, sweet, nah. silky frog ass juice. Mm. Oh, thank you, Sean. You get more excited every time I notice. Uh, now we move on to the boy wizard uh, tier, where everybody will be assigned uh, a visual novel. Uh, a visual novel that's on Steam in the visual novel category. Uh, so, you know, I look forward to your reports on all oh, of these Oh, God, Rem, novels. be careful on Steam. They have so many adult ones now. Well, I'm just on top sellers, and I'm working my way down, so we'll see what happens. Oh, dear. Warning, you're 799 episodes away. You get Digimon Survive. Uh, okay, Vincent safe. Calabrese, you get hooked on you, a Dead by Daylight dating sim. Oh, <laughs> oh God, I'm going to have to play that on stream, aren't I? <laughs> the Great Butt Ball of Despair, you get Neon White. Uh, stupid Sexy Nair Gigante, you get uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. That is not official. What? I, okay, fine. I am only at the whim of Steam, Sean. Uh, I mean, yeah, fair. I'm not here to make this decision. Steam has made it for me. Uh, shuffleboard is totes of sport. You get crush crush. Looks weeby and bad. Uh, rat visa the finish. That's a porn one. Yep. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, great <laughs> rat visa the finish. You get the great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Please watch Healer Girl. A cute slice of life about using magic to heal people. Also, Rem is still a girl. Uh, you get Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy. How is that different from Chron Chronicles? I couldn't tell you. One is sepia tone. Uh, they're very different. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, but of course. Uh, then yeah. we have My Afro Ate My Dog. You get AI The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative. Momo the Griff, you get Super Robot Wars 30. Mike Wants an Overlord Review, you get Needy Streamer Overload. Miguel Delion, you get Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, Complete Edition. My Tawa says first three arcs of Bakamonogatari is just eight episodes. I'm struggling today. Uh, you get The Legend of Heroes, Kuro no Kiseki. Latinos eats death and anime for breakfast. You are going to get The Walking Dead, the Telltale Definitive Series. Jacob Payne, you get Escape Academy. Inuyasha's my favorite cryptid. For you, you get Utawero Rumino, Prelude to the Fallen. Uh, hey, y'all want to join me for whiskey music and Magic the Gathering? I'm a red blue artifact runner. Uh, how, how do you feel about people who uh, run red blue, Sean? Uh, I don't know enough about magic to make a statement. I just know that knowing you, Rem, you'd probably run blue and because you're a controlling bitch sometimes. <laughs> Uh, uh, but I, I like red because red has goblins. Well, they are going to get Opus Echo of Star Song Full Bloom Edition. That I don't know what surprisingly, to say. Surprisingly, not uh, not a hentai one. Surprisingly, <laughs> uh, Harrison, you get Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. Uh, go ahead, call the cops. who won't unreject the childhood friend. I'm the childhood friend. You are getting Monster Prom Two Monster Camp. Great fucking game. 
<laughs> uh, Dylan, when are you taking over? Uh, you are going to get uh, Library of Ruina. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes. Oh no, bad luck for you. You get Summer Memories. I, mmm, womp womp, is all I'm going to say. Uh, Beethoven 1201, even more of a womp womp. You get the worst thing of all. Danganronpa V3, Killing Harmony. Oh dear. <laughs> hey, it's just the third game, man. For all we know, Unironically, I think Danganronpa that. may be the worst game experience I've ever had in my life. Uh, Anime Girl, you get Coffee Talk. All Fathers, fun fact, the average ejaculation ejaculates at 25 miles per hour, making it illegal to ejaculate in a school zone. Uh, you are going, I'm skipping the Danganronpas. Good God, there's so many Danganronpas. You get VA11 Hall A, a cyberpunk bartender action. No, I'm familiar with that one. It's got some very suspicious language in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Hegland, you're going to get milk outside of a bag, outside of a bag, outside a bag of milk. What? All right. Uh... And two sec, Sean, I have to show you my Rule 34 of Yui. It is my favorite of my many folders. You get Our Life, Beginnings, and Always. Uh, next, we move on to uh, to our Joey Wheeler tier. This week, tell them what they're going to get, Sean. Oh, man. Um, oh, God. Uh, you're going to get... Something nice and fitting to uh, the episode, you know, tie it in. Man, you took the easy one out of the way, which is unfortunate. Uh, well, yeah, well, of course, I think it needs to be. It needs to be more intensive. These are the these are the inappropriate Joey Willer tier we're talking about. They needs to have more effort put into the it. The only thing that the first thing that came to my mind, I don't know if it'll work. Uh, the first thing that popped into my mind are signs of aging, which is very dark. What the fuck? I don't know. You put me on the spot. You know what? Because of that, uh, we we're gonna ask Joey Wheeler. Sean is gonna tell you all how you're gonna die. No, so, I don't want to. I don't want that kind. I don't want that modus operandi. Well, it's it'll be as good. Joey Wheeler. So good luck. Uh, I guess pull up a list of causes, causes of death. Causes of death. Have fun, oh. fucker. You did this to them. Uh, so congratulations to our inappropriate Joey Wheelers who are uh, learning about their future. Uh, I want to be abundantly clear. This is 100% accurate. Uh, we are no, no. we are trained psychics. We can see the future. And Sean is going... He will be liable for uh, everything he says here. Pleasant so. causes of death. Uh, <laughs> so if we start with... Uh, oh, God. It gave, me, it, gave, it gave me the suicide hotline number. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, we, that's unfortunate. We start with... Raftalia's my anime waifu will return in September. Uh, how are they going to die, Sean? How the fuck is this patron, our our lovely, lovely fan, how are they going to die? As Joey Wheeler. Oh, man. Um, oh, boy. Uh, I don't want to do this. Oh, here we are. I, okay. Um, Add some flavor to it, if possible. Man, there's not a great way to make this funny, is there? Um, <laughs> I mean... Because, like, the, the first thing that popped up was cancer, and that's not great. <laughs> uh... All right, Raftalia, you're gonna ha die by cancer. You've heard it here. Uh, no, that's what that's what Sean has said. Albeit he didn't say it like Joey Wheeler, so I'm very sorry for that. Uh, could could uh, I get a Joey Wheeler saying cancer real quick, Sean? Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so horrible. Uh, Pete. Yeah. Next up, we got pizza, cotton candy. Is my waifu terrible? Ter absolutely god awful. A hot disease. <laughs> You're gonna have hot disease, especially after all that pizza, cotton, candy. I, I, okay, at least you you made it relevant with the pizza, cotton, candy, but I can't help but notice right now you're going very basic, right? Look, when I search causes of death on the internet, it is well, like, yeah, hey, but these you are can, the top you ones. You can add some flavor. For example, magic ice ball. 
Uh, you are going to get uh, truck-cooned after finally professing your love to your soulmate. See, like that, uh, it has details. It's specificity, right? So there you go, Magic Ice Ball. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> prepare for that. Uh, next up, we have Dylan Army General. Please play Yandere Simulator. Oh, God. Oh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> not, to, not to crush your dreams or anything, but I don't care much for that developer. Uh, I, uh, you're going to get... This is a weird one. I'd, death by computer games. It feels oddly relevant. I'm trying to figure out what the specificity is, but apparently... What game? Uh, well, let's see. What were they playing? Uh, oh, that's not actually death by video game. Oh, God. It was a 50-hour straight session of World of Warcraft. Oh, fuck. All right, next up, we have Demon Ray 13. Uh, spontaneous human combustion. Fuck. Next up, we have my dear old mom. So, Sean, tell me. How my lovely mother is going to die. Ah, uh, surrounded by her loved ones. <laughs> you know what? Very well done. Very well done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up, we have Chelsea Nasbaum. Um, happy. <laughs> no, you can't, Chelsea. You okay, fine, fine. Out. What, what do you want me to say? Autoerotic asphyxiation? Uh, I don't want to put that on wow, our people. Wow, Charles, look at you go. Uh... All right, next up we have Blood Cell, not the white one. Uh, uh, funnily enough, exsanguination. Jesus. Uh, next up we have hashtag AOOC Naked Podcasting 2022. Uh, I mean, I could be naked right now. No one would know. I mean, how do they know we're not is the thing. Sean, like, well, no Sean is a never nude, so. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it on the record. Sean is a never nude. My body dysphoria is so bad that even in the shower, I'm in a full suit. No, no, it's not. It's not for body dysphoria. He just feels really comfortable always wearing uh, uh, jean short shorts. <laughs> and they specifically are uh, emblazoned with juicy on the butt. Yeah, because I've got to give myself some kind of like confidence boost because I know there's not much going on down there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you're going to get the fuck. Sorry, some of these weird causes of death are interesting. Um, uh. Careful where you swim, because you might uh, end up on the wrong end of a swordfish. Oh, fuck. Uh, and last but not least, we have Dylan Hayden, who has the most preposterous death of all. Uh, man, stabbed during a game of Monopoly. <laughs> that's not preposterous, though. That's just that's just what Monopoly does to a man. It's true. Uh, I'm very tempted to buy Sean longest Monopoly ever. It's Monopoly, but it lasts like five hours, so. Oh, uh, God, Monopoly already lasts five hours. Oh, God, home, I love it. People who home rule Monopoly need to stop <laughs> and never play Monopoly again. Like, and also, I don't care how much you love a thing. If you buy the Monopoly version of that thing, you're dead to me. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, you're already here fo first, folks. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can reach out to us on uh, Twitter at AnimeConPod or uh, email us at AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. What the fuck? So I didn't process this when I was looking at the list, but the top of this list, you want to know what the fucking image they use to highlight bizarre ways to die is? Sure. It, 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 it's a gummy noose. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. What the fuck, dude? And I'm, I'm just looking at this site, and it has links to financial care and funeral and memorial services. What the fuck is this site? I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know. Either way, that's enough of that.
But thank once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you all very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> I would like it on the record. Sean is a cunt. Hey, fellas, don't do that. Oh god, it gave me it gave, it gave me the suicide hotline number. Hey, you'd be more likable if you smiled more. At least until Sean wins, and then I'm gonna fuck his fucking ass, that son of a bitch. Grown-ass men should not be crushing on high school girls. God, I have never choked on a so hard. Meow.